Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is a global original podcast. Hiya. Uh, I'm JK. No owl today. Um, it's not that he couldn't be bothered. He could, but we're doing a special today. And as I've done the interview already, he kind of thought, well, uh, you just do, you do the intro and, and, and chat to Lawrence Whitaker. I'll explain who Lawrence is in a second. And, and I'll come back in a couple of weeks because at the time of recording this, it's, it's half term. So uh, we'll have a little break, but we will be back. But before that, uh, so we're chatting to Lawrence Whitaker. Now, he is CEO of Warranty Wise, which is a, a car warranty company and i've been using warranty wise for for a long long time now and as you'll hear in the conversation i've never actually touch wood desk here touch wood never had to use it and as you will find out when you listen to the the interview with lawrence he says that is extremely rare in the amount of time that i've had a warranty and the reason i think this is important for me to talk about today so you can hear it especially if you have a car even if you have a normal car or even if you have a really really expensive car one of my friends the other day had a bill for £7,200 for his 4x4, okay? £7,200. Had no warranty. The car was, I don't know, probably about maybe seven, six, seven years old. And could you imagine being hit with that bill? Well, if you have a warranty and the right warranty, because some warranties aren't worth the paper that you sign, um, then it can be a massive, massive help. And who's got £7,200 kicking around? Who's got, you know, £2,000, whatever it is. So I thought, do you know what? We're going to have a chat to Lawrence and you can hear us chatting why maybe you think you should have a warranty or maybe you want to stay as you are. You're also going to find out which are the most reliable cars and unreliable cars according to a warranty company. These people get these cars that have, that have had problems all the time. So they are going to know. They've got the actual data. So sit back, enjoy as we chat to Lawrence Whitaker, the CEO of WarrantyWise. Enjoy. Hi, Jason. Thank you very much for having me. No, thank you for coming on. It's it's lovely to chat to you. And I find stuff like this fascinating. Now, I know a few people will probably think this is this is boring chat. It's like insurance chat. Do I really need it? Do I? Blah, blah, blah. But I think as as you listen to, to our chat, you'll understand that, that certain mechanical bills can be extortionate. And I think that's what people forget. Well, absolutely. I mean, after your house, your car is probably... Uh, the single most expensive purchase that you will ever make. And unlike a house, you probably get 
uh, a new one or a used one, hopefully every every three years. And you know, cars are becoming more and more complex all of the time. So there's um, even small cars like a Fiesta these days have you know parking sensors. They've got forward alert sensors. They've got lane keeping assist. And of course, all these extra things that they pile on cars are just more things to go wrong. Mm. Um, and of course, the expense of fixing them is high because unlike the old days where you could buy a Haynes manual, and I don't know if you're like me, Jason, but I, when I was used to you know, be 18 years old, I had a Haynes manual for a, yeah, yeah. a Mini or you know whatever it was, and you could fix the car in your own driveway pretty much. I mean, these days you just can't do that. You know, the, the technology in these cars and, and the, um, the way that you fix them, I mean, the, the, I think for a BMW 3 Series, it's a £20,000 investment for just the diagnostic equipment to tell you what's wrong with the car. So, you know, as you can imagine, your only real option is to take it to a, either a specialist or to a main agent. And and these days, the the cost of repairs can be can be quite astronomical. And this is what um, I've been talking about with. We've got a garage just at the top of the road here, and um, you know they're a great bunch of guys. But even they're saying nowadays, cars are just getting so much more technological that they can't deal with it anymore. You know, you need specific specialist equipment, and if you want to buy that as well, for them, it it costs a fortune, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just it's very very hard. That's why we're seeing more specialists. So there's there's more you know, prestigious specialists like the BMW, Mercedes, Audi specialists who will just kind of say, well, we just focus on that one make of vehicle because, I mean, the benefit of that, of course, is that hopefully they get better at diagnosing the problems quicker. But also it's just the cost of actually having this kit to be able to say what's wrong with the car and, and, and plug a car into a computer. It's all computer driven now. I mean, an average car has got over 10 ECUs built into the car that tell the car all sorts of information, but also obviously the diagnostics that come off that tell you what's wrong with the vehicle. And if you haven't got that, then you're really just, you know, it's, it's pretty much pot luck. You know, you just, oh, well, I'll, I'll change this and see if that's broken. I'll change the next thing, see if that's broken. And quite often you get into this point with a, a non-specialist garage where they're replacing many parts that mm. are actually not even broken, just trying to find the one that is, which obviously puts the price of the, uh, of the repair up as well. I mean, just looking at the recent claims that we've paid out, I mean, we've just recently paid out £2,500 for an engine repair on a Ford Focus. I mean, Fords are usually a car that you would say, this car is a cheap car to repair, mm. uh, which obviously is the, a lot of the reason why people choose Fords and Vauxhalls, because they think, well, okay, they may not be as reliable as a Toyota or a Honda, but they're cheaper to repair. But then we're also seeing now, you know, BMW level costs on cars as simple as Fords and Vauxhalls just because of the complexity of the cars. I mean, an an average uh, car these days has over uh, 5,000 different parts that go into making the car. A complex car has over 10,000 parts. And, you know, of course, you know, the, the, they're not built to last, unfortunately, you know, mm-hmm. cars, cars are built to a budget. People want to get the car for, a, for an easy, affordable value when it's new. And obviously that translates to a car that really doesn't have such a long lifespan anymore. You know, we're coming into this world where everything's kind of throw away almost. I mean, cars aren't quite there yet, but, you know, the, the time where people used to keep the cars 10 years has probably gone and people are keeping their cars less and less. Um, but still, you know, the, that means that for us, obviously our customers are customers who keep the cars from three years 
to four or five, six, seven, eight years old, um, that's the time when obviously you need to make sure you've got a warranty because the, the cost of repairing, um, um, as I say, even a Ford or a Vauxhall is quite expensive. And once you get into those, those more expensive makes like BMW and Mercedes and Land Rover, the, the costs go up. So, I mean, we've just paid out uh, £8,900 for a new gearbox on a 5 Series BMW. And, and obviously, you know, if, if you bought a 5 Series BMW for, for say, £25,000 and you took it to the BMW garage, I mean, getting a nine grand bill is pretty scary, isn't it? Totally. And actually, I've been... So I, I was looking at um, the WarrantyWise website. And if ever you want to get any details, warrantywise.co.uk. And looking at... Because obviously, I'm, I don't know if you know, but I know um, Quentin Wilson, who obviously is... Uh, he, his face is also behind WarrantyWise, isn't it? Yeah, we've worked, we've worked with Quentin for a very long time. I mean, Quentin and I first met in 2007. And, you know, I think, I think the reason for the connection at the time was... I felt that warranties were, um, you know, they were they were a product that really wasn't trusted by the the consumer at the time. And I wanted, you know, we already had the highest level of warranty anywhere in the country, but I was having a hard time convincing people that ours was as good as we said it was. And it was obviously worth the paper it was printed on is the the common saying. And I went to see Quentin and I said, look, Quentin, you know, I'd love you to endorse this product and and be involved. And, um, you know, straight away he said, absolutely not. It's uh, not something I want to be involved in. It's uh, <laughs> not worth my reputation. And, and I was quite shocked by that. You know, I thought, uh, I thought he would instantly want to be involved. And uh, we kept on talking. And, and really what it came down to was Quentin said to me, well, look, let's say that you decline a claim. And, you know, the, the, the person you decline the claim for uh, gets evicted because the, the, it was a £5,000 claim and they couldn't pay the rent and they got evicted. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, it, it's me on the front cover of the Daily Mail saying, <laughs> Quentin Wilson made me lose my home. Yeah. He said, it's not something that I'm prepared to do. And I said to him, but, you know, look, Quentin, there's got to be a way that you can be involved and feel so confident in the product that you would put your name to it. Um, Quentin said, look, I just want people to be able to very clearly understand what the warranty covers. And I want to make sure that if I'm putting my name to it, that it's, you know, I can, I can back it up. And the final thing that he said was, um, he said, I want to be the final arbiter. So if anyone gets a claim declined at warranty wise, and this is still true today. So for any reason whatsoever, your claim gets declined, you can then, um, talk to Quentin directly on a one-to-one -one basis, either on the phone or by email or whatever. And Quentin will personally review your claim. And he has the ability to overturn any decision that we've made as a company um, if he feels we've acted, you know, in an unfair or uh, way for your for your claims. I absolutely love that. I also love the fact that um, uh, Theo, he, he is, is Theo still with you? So we're talking about Theo Pathetis, who yeah, uh, is from is, yeah. Dragon's Den. So this is quite unique. So let me just explain. So Theo has a, a Maybach. So a Maybach is around about 300 grand, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. So uh, I think I think they're, they're, they're less used now. But um, yeah, I mean, Theo's been with us for quite a long time. Um, we pride ourselves in offering cover for all makes and all models. So whatever car it is, it doesn't really matter to us. You know, we, we you know, like you, Jason, you know, we, we love cars. We're, yeah. we're car people. You know, we, we love all makes and models. And, and Theo was like, I'm really struggling. I said to him, Let, let's, um, I said, I will give you a warranty. I said, as long as uh, you uh, meet me for dinner. Uh, and basically I quizzed him for an hour about, business and, and how I could make the business better and, and wow. be a better, better product. And, uh, 
and and he, he was great you know he was really 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 great and he's still a customer to this day you know, yeah being a customer. well I, I it, look if you paid for for theo's meal i can see from the picture on the website it's at the ivy so uh, <laughs> when, right. I'm, I'm waiting for my my invite that'd be great lawrence thanks oh, a lot anytime, Jason, anytime. also uh, interestingly enough so we t- we've just talked about so theo's car is a maybach okay so it's kind of mercedes like luxury car 300 grand's worth is what we said now am i right in thinking the warranty for just that okay for well i say just that for that phenomenal expensive luxury car was four thousand pounds yeah yeah about four thousand pounds a year um for for a maybach warranty yeah we cover as i say all makes and all models um warranties start from just 19 pounds a month for the for the cheapest cars and and uh, and all our warranty prices are worked out on the reliability of your car so if you've got a more reliable car you pay less if you've got a less reliable car you pay a bit more um, I mean, our stats show that if you keep a used car for three years, you've got an 85% chance of that car going wrong in the, in the three years wow. that you keep the car. Um, but I mean, even if you don't make a claim and you're in that 15% and you're lucky, you know, you're still getting the peace of mind. You're still getting the uh, the other services. So obviously all our warranties include recovery um, uh, and roadside assistance, car hire, onwards travel. Um, you know, and I think one of the best features of the warranty is is kind of our expertise. So I think the worrying thing when you take a car, and, I, and I've had this as well, you take your car to the garage, um, you know, and that, that kind of typical mechanic sucking in through the teeth of, oh, this is going to be expensive. <laughs> uh, you know, but it, it, when you when you have a claim through a warranty company, we obviously employ experts in the claims department who know when when we're trying to have the wool pulled over our eyes and can make a, a decision on is, is this something that should be fixed and, and we've we've had that loads of time you wouldn't believe how often that happens where you know someone tries to put a part on your car for whatever 500 quid and your car doesn't even need it yeah um, so it's, it's also about taking the hassle out of dealing with the garage taking out the overall inconvenience of having to deal with once your car breaks down how are you going to get it to the garage how are you going to pay for the repair and also the hassle of dealing with the repair as well we take all that hassle out to make it a very very easy um, you know, kind of service, and, and so it's, it's, it's as well as the paying for the repair. It's also the service that you get, um, and making sure that, um, and you don't get stung even worse than you, you know, the whatever's yeah. gone wrong with your car because of because of the breakdown. There's a lot of parents, obviously a lot of dads, a lot of mums that, that listen to this podcast and you touched on it earlier. So let's talk about um, reliability. So if, if and this is, you know, just you as a friend chatting to me right now, um, what would you say is the kind of car to go for? I've, I've got a Volvo, which has done 70,000 miles and I've actually just kind of bought that. I'm not afraid of buying, a, you know, a diesel car, which has got sort of 60, 70,000 miles on because I've done that before and, and touch wood, which I am touching this desk, everything's been fine which is the car you would avoid so well just to just to from one end of the spectrum to the other so a car we've never ever ever had a claim on the the only car we've never had a claim on is the lexus rx the 4x4 lexus wow we've still not had a claim on a lexus rx 450 the car we've got quite a few cars that we've had uh, you know, we, every single car we've got on cover is claimed, um, but the worst one for, a, and I, I haven't checked the stats for the last sort of 
six months. But the the car that we 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 seem to always have a claim on is the Maserati Quattroporte, um, <laughs> the first generation. You know, there's and, and there's, there's a, I mean, one of the real surprising stats at the moment that we're seeing in our data is. Uh, Tesla is performing very badly. You know, Tesla is in the um, the bottom ten manufacturers for number of claims. Wow! Uh, and and that's yeah, it's a real surprising stat. It's something that we didn't expect really as a as a warranty company. Um, but I mean, you know, obviously the most reliable cars are always the Japanese cars, the the Honda, the Toyota, the Lexus. Um, they're always at the, the top sort of three positions of the most reliable cars. Uh, one of the cars that I suppose is a little bit surprising that it's so reliable is the Dacia, um, so the Dacia Sandero and things like that. And I think it's because those cars are so simple. Yeah. Um, they're made by Renault, uh, which is usually kind of mid-level, but but the, the Dacias are just uh, like a simplified Renault. And I think that that is, has, has really helped that car become a very reliable car. Um, and, and again, the, the ones at the bottom are usually the, the you know ones you expect, the Maseratis, the uh, Land Rovers, you know, the, the cars that are less reliable. Um, but I think you're okay with your Volvo. I mean, Volvos are really, you know, pretty pretty good these days. And uh, I mean, always, I think always have been. I mean, I was, I'm, a, I'm a huge Volvo fan. My first ever car was a Volvo 240. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I just love um, love Volvo as a brand. I think it's a great brand and a, and a great product. I think they're stylish. They look good. They drive well. Reliability is pretty good. And, um, you know, they, 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 they kind of... Um, you know, uh, a good all-round car, aren't they? I think yeah. the BMW is always slap bang in the middle of reliability. Like if you've got a list from top to bottom, BMW is always right in the middle. So every every uh, you know, I think it's. I mean, we do so as, as um, we do produce a reliability um, database once a year. Um, which usually goes through the the press and is on the websites and stuff and, and tells you what what cars are most and least reliable. Um, but yeah, it's interesting and, and sometimes you get a car where it's just like one little part that's been made, you know, incorrectly. And yeah. and, and back in the day, we had a real problem with the Porsche Nicosil linings. Uh, obviously, BMW well documented case with BMW's timing chains. So you get sometimes you get cars where a lot of you know something something's just been manufactured a little bit wrong in the factory. And, and those claims start coming through after so many years, and then it, it kind of happens, then it goes away again once you get through all the repairs. So, I mean, you, you've always got to watch out for things. And our, our job is obviously trying to uh, preempt which, which cars are going to go wrong because, you know, but the, the, the problem we've got is as a warranty company, we only see the cars on their third anniversary because most cars have got a three-year warranty. Mm. So we don't have the data from the manufacturers for the first three years. So, you know, we, we're always playing catch up and, and, yeah. and trying to identify which cars are, are going to be the, uh, the, the, the big problem uh, claimers or the, or the reliable cars as well. Because for us, that's important because we base our pricing around, you know, around that. Yeah. What I love is when, when I was sorting out this warranty, um, you needed mileage and you needed service history. And as we know, the, a service is one of the most important things you can do. And I know some people will just go, oh, I'll skip that service or I'll skip that service. The service is so, so important. You know, the, the oil is, it's the blood. It's the, it's the, it's the blood of the body, isn't it? That's why it's so important to make sure that these things are always done at the right time. I often say that engines are a little bit like the human body. You know, you've got your air filters, which is your nose. You've got your, um, you know, your blood, like you say, which is your oil. 
and um, you know the, the the car needs to breathe and it needs to uh, you know have the oil in it to and an oil doesn't last forever. No. Oil gets um, you know loses its viscosity. It gets it gets worse and worse. I mean personally, you know, and and whether this tells you something about my knowledge in the sector, but I change all the oil um, in my car every six thousand miles, even though the manufacturer says to change it every twelve thousand miles. Yep. Now I don't do anything else. I don't do the spark plugs or the oil filter, the air filter. But I do the oil filter. I don't do the air filter. But every six thousand miles, I'll make sure I have an oil and an, and an oil filter change because I know having good quality fresh oil in your car makes a huge amount of difference yeah. to the reliability and the longevity of that car. And oil change is, is pretty cheap, to be honest with you, Jason. Yeah. I mean, it's 150 quid most times, you know, maybe maybe, maybe a bit less. And, you know, just, just, just doing that one thing can make such a huge diff- difference. If your air filter's dirty on your car, your car's just going to be a bit more sluggish. Um, you know, if your spark plugs are dirty, it might just be harder to start. But your oil is the thing that really makes a big difference to everything going around, around in your engine. And, and, and equally as well... I would say gearbox oil and differential oil is also important. I mean, nearly every car these days has uh, what they call sealed for life gearboxes. Well, that is just rubbish, you know what I mean, <laughs> at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the oil is still going round as much as it goes around in your engine. You know, the, the, the oil, you know, I, I mean, I change my gearbox oil on my car every 25,000 miles. Um, and, and that way you're just ensuring that there's nice fresh oil in there and it's, it's just preventative really. Um, so there's lots of things you can do to prevent your car from having a breakdown, but, but I suppose if you buy, I always buy used, I mean, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not the sort of person that enjoys, uh, depreciation. So I, I always buy a used car. Same here. So you, yeah. So you can't really, um, you can't really tell what's happened to that car in its first three years of, 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 of being around, which is, 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 you know, uh, obviously if you can, you can start servicing it well when you get the used car, but that's fine. But you know, it, you, sometimes the damage has already been done, hasn't it? So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So look, if you go to warrantywise.co.uk, right on the front page, there's a, there's a car warranty quote. It only takes around about 60 seconds. You put the registration in, you put the mileage in, you can get that quote. If you don't know the registration, there is a section that you can click as well. Um, I believe you can pay monthly, can't you, Lawrence? Yeah, yeah, you can pay monthly, you can pay over uh, four months, or you can pay in full. I mean, if you pay monthly, by the way, there's no extra cost for that. It's just simply 12 months. Yes! Bravo! (laughs) Bravo! All our call centers are in the UK. And also, one other cool question, I'm trying to think about questions that people right now listening to this would would want to know if they wanted to join warranty-wise. Are you covered straight away? So let's say, you you know, I've signed everything now, it's all done and dusted. If my car broke down tomorrow, are you covered straight away? So yeah, if you if your car if you're coming out of a three year warranty period or you've got a warranty with someone else, then the cover just carries on straight away, no problem. If you come into us with a, a what we call a cold car, so a car that's completely out of all warranties, um, then the warranty does start straight away. Although we do have a thirty day period where wear and tear claims uh, won't wear and tear cover won't start for thirty days. And what does wear and tear mean? So the best way to explain it is always we cover worn out parts. We don't cover, um, you know, parts that have just reached the end of their usable life. So, for example, if you have a house and you've got a, a carpet in your house and you walk on it every day for 20 years and eventually it becomes threadbare, um, your house insurance isn't going to give you a new carpet. You know, that's just a fact, isn't it? You know, yeah. the carpet, you've used it all up and you've, the carpet's given good service. 
And it's the same with us. If, you, if you've got a part on your car and your car's done lots and lots of miles, it's done a, like 100,000 miles and the part's just completely kaput and you've said, well, okay, like your wipers, you know, obviously wipers only last 10,000 miles and you need a new pair of wipers. It's the same with most parts that are non-electrical. So, for example, your alternator, you know, if, if you've done 100,000 miles and your alternator's blown up, the chances are you just need a new alternator. But if the alternator's just worn, um, so for example, it's done 60,000 miles and it's just worn out and it, it basically is suffering from a wear, and what we call premature wear and tear. So it's prematurely worn out before we expect it to completely go kaput and that, that is covered by the warranty. Yeah. Now, we've got to be really careful because not a lot of warranties cover that. Uh, and there's quite a lot of things that we cover that other people don't. So for example, betterment's a really good one. So we cover... You know, but our warranties don't include any betterment clauses. So what betterment is, is they'll say, okay, let's say you come on to a warranty when your car is four years old and you have a claim for a starter motor. Um, what, what some warranty companies would say is, well, look, you know, when you came on cover with us, your car had already done 50,000 miles. So if we give you a new starter motor, that's, that's obviously making your car even better than it was then when you came on cover with us. So you've now got to pay us 50% of the cost of the part. And that's a really common way of uh, a lot of companies use to get out of paying for claims. Well, and we, we, we don't do that. We just obviously give you the new part that you would expect. Yeah. Um, but that is a really, really common thing. Um, the other thing is, I mean, some warranties, you've got to be really careful on the, on the terminology. So some warranty companies say we cover breakdown. Now, that sounds great on the front of it. Oh, well, God, yeah, that's exactly what I want you to do, cover the breakdown. But what they mean is they will only cover your car if it's come to a physical stop and it's had a breakdown. And so that's what you've got to be really careful with that terminology. I know it sounds ludicrous, but that, is, that does exist. So you've, you really want a warranty that covers your car just when it isn't working properly. You can still drive it around. It's still moving, but it's something's wrong with the car. Now, the amount of people I've spoken to with, with, with um, warranties, not with warranty-wise, who've said, well, my gearbox was making a clunking noise and I rang up to claim and they said, oh, I'm sorry, your car's still moving. It hasn't suffered a breakdown. I mean, that it literally does go on today, you know. It's just bonkers that that happens. But, um, but yeah, these are, these are all the little words that Quentin took out of the warranty and, and, and made it more transparent, easier to understand, removed the jargon. Um, and, and this is way back in 2008. Um, you know, and, and, and the warranty now, I'm proud to say, is the UK's highest level of cover you can get anywhere for, a, for an extended car warranty. It's incredible. It really is. And just quickly, so let's say um, when, when it goes wrong, does it need to go a spe- to a specific garage that you nominate or could you just go, so I've got two garages which are close to me, could I just go to that garage? Yeah, of course. You can just go to any VAT registered garage of your choice. They've got to be about registered, but, but but apart from that, they can just be, you know, if you've got a local garage that you enjoy using, you can use that equally. If you don't know any garages, we will recommend one. Well, it's been lovely chatting to you, Lawrence. Thank you for your time. No worries. And if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, my, my Twitter handle is at Lister Lawrence. Um, and I'm, I'm always available. If anyone's got any warranty problems or anything like that, I'm, I'm happy to talk to you directly. And, uh, you know, I always jump in on the forums if anyone's talking about warranty and, and try and get involved and, and so I'm, I'm, I'm literally available on on Twitter anytime that people want to uh, sometimes it's midnight there uh, chatting away to someone with <laughs> with the warranty questions on so it I'm, I'm always available and it said so that was at was it was it at Lister Lawrence did you say Lister L-I-S-T-E-R Lister and then Lawrence 
So List, Lister is Britain's oldest racing car company, which uh, just goes to show you how mad about cars I am. Because <laughs> you in, geek. Uh, you absolute <laughs> geek. I love you for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Lawrence, uh, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks a lot, Jason. So there you have it. What a fantastic chat. We're going to get Lawrence on more as well to talk about cars in general. So maybe, you know, you're in the market for, here we go, the stereotype. Maybe you're in the market for, um, uh, I don't know, an estate car now because you've got more than one kid. You've got a dog and you want to fit them all in. Well, we're going to get him on and uh, he'll tell you what car he thinks, you know, you should get based on warranty wise's data, which I think is really, really important. So uh, keep listening for, for Lawrence. He'll appear very very soon thank you so so much for listening today i hope it was useful and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks make sure you subscribe make sure you download you can get this on global player or wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to rate us as well uh, because that always helps and we love reading what you've got to say about the podcast whether it's good bad or indifferent so yeah leave us a leave us a review that would be lovely